Yes. We're, yes. we're podcasting. Woo. We're back. Podcasting. Tawny's back. Tawny's not back. Tawny's in a, a magical looking room. Mm. Does um, it look magical? It kind of fancy. actually does from from wow. my Zoom window, but um, it it's also very looks small. A little bit like you are being held prisoner by uh, like a space alien of some kind, like a like a whimsical industrial billionaire, an yeah. art an arty space alien, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like. Somebody who's got a bunch of Basquiat's on the wall. Here's the but sauna also is from room. another planet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm in a very w- luxuriously designed, uh, I'm going to say approximately 50 square foot room, maybe 25, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, in, in Brooklyn, New York. I'm, I'm astounded at what this town gets away with. <laughs> Should I say that? <laughs> You've done it again, Brooklyn. <laughs> sorry to any New Yorkers, but uh, I'm not how sorry. The fuck, <laughs> how the fuck does this place explain itself? I don't know. It's truly I... insane. The amount of money spent to stay in the smallest room, the first room we were in, the door was just stuck open and it's November. <laughs> and I went downstairs to be like, hey, the door is broken. And they were like, okay, well, We'll send someone eventually. I was like, no, it's 40 degrees in the room. It's I gotta, November in New York, please. Please. This uh, is a very nice, not to get all, can I speak to a manager? But I was like, this costs a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. This costs a lot of money to stay here. You got to put me in a room with a door. You're I'm not probably. paying for these open doors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm astounded. I think you, um, you deserve yeah. to speak to a manager in that instance. Well, yeah. you know what they did? They said, I'm going to go talk to the manager. And the and the, the front desk person went around a little half wall. And <laughs> and I could hear her speaking to another person. I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with a wall being between me and the manager. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> was it just like you, they went behind like a little curtain and put on a different voice? It was like, That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what can I help you with? <laughs> Honestly... <laughs> Honestly, the sound of lo-fi beats from 2008 were so loud in the lobby that I couldn't tell. But it could have been just mm. could have been just a little puppet show that she was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the silhouette of like an angry, angry yep. person. Uh, yeah, I like uh-huh. that. Anyway, See? shout out to Brooklyn. New York's not <laughs> yeah. so bad. Oh, New York, city of dreams. Eventually, uh-huh. and <laughs> sort of puppeteer wa- landlords. Yeah, one mm-hmm. dream, and that dream is. May I please have a little bit of room? Can I be indoors somewhere? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how are you guys? I, di- I didn't listen, but you, you held down the fort, eh? You held it down? Mm-hmm. The fort's still standing. Fort Yost is racist. Um, whether the attacks... Why did I... Why are we going down this road? <laughs> um, we've, we're alive, but we're glad, we're glad you're back. We're alive and well. Uh, we managed to remember to plug the merch, uh, so that uh-huh. was good. And well, so, I don't know if I'd say we managed to remember. One of us. We, the team, equally. The, the important thing is equally, both of us here, who uh, are me between me and Kevin, like we both remembered at the same time. Maybe even one of us. No, the same time. It was exactly the same time. It was early, you know, responsibly. It was the early. same time one of us DM'd the other one, don't forget. And, you know, <laughs> wow. uh, and we remembered to just remind everyone to go to suboptimalpods.com slash merch to get their hands on uh, merch, be it, whether it be a uh, duck and around and 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 fine and out shirt or uh, two designs of Suboptimal, that uh, Suboptimal logo, plus lots of different... Um, 
color choices more yeah. than I thought. With inclusive sizing. Yeah. And so we we remember to do that. And hopefully we'll remember to do that again this week. Uh, just to I make have sure a question. Plug the merch and just let everyone know that it's available at suboptimalpods.com slash merch. Go ahead. I have a question. <laughs> um, and I, now I have been away from the show for a while, so I might not know how things go. But um, did we introduce this show yet? We don't do that anymore. We, <laughs> oh, we cut that. That's the first thing we okay. did. We cut the Good to know. So we don't say this is the show Yoza's Racist where me, Tony Newsom, him, Andrew T, and our producer Kevin Bartell listen to your uh, voicemails about racism. But first we talk about current events. So we don't say that anymore. We just went ahead and stopped doing that. Okay. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no problems here. Because so what we Got do it. instead is just talk about the rooms we are in. And, uh-huh. Yeah. And then sometimes well, just end the show without uh, going into the news. I like that as well. I mean, look, I certainly have not been paying attention to any news. I've been dealing with a family thing and dealing with a a life thing and um, a pet thing. And now I'm I'm here. So I I have not been looking for other things to make me sad. Yeah. So I apologize for letting everyone down. There is a world where we have started this whole segment out slightly too lighthearted. Because really the only thing I realized we didn't comment on is the... You know, the travesty of justice that is the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, um, murderer, allegedly murderer, but murderer, um, racist murderer. The right wing has seized on a bunch of shit. Um, The fact that he killed white people who were at a Black Lives Matter protest, that seems to, that's where we're at. I mean, I don't think we have anything like specific to add. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. the judge is incredibly biased. He's like, you know, uh, the... There was already a juror who was making racist jokes, who at least was like dismissed. But didn't the judge? The only thing I saw was that the judge's cell phone rang during the trial. Was this real? And it it was the it was the The song from the Trump rallies. Yeah, I thought this was a a, an altered video. I thought we were going to see like a fact checked thing on Twitter right after it. But no, no. I mean he's like openly biased. He also dismissed some prosecution evidence because he didn't believe you could zoom in on a, a, a digital image without it. Adding pixels. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally, I mean, you know, it's to the extent that there is a lesson. If you're a person who thinks voting does stuff, um, this is once again, like it's not just president, like fucking Mm -hmm. judges have immense amounts of power. Like Mm -hmm. this is going to be a miscarriage of justice. Um, You know, if you can get used to that, but like, you know, also like remember what you felt a year ago, especially if you're a person who's like maybe tailing off a little bit with your enthusiasm. And just remember, you know, fucking injustice never rests. It yeah. loves yep. to know, to do this perpetually. So, and we've you know, mentioned before the importance of showing up to jury duty. I would say that ninety eight percent of every of of the listenership of this show, we want you at jury duty. We want the nice you peoples out there going to jury duty so yeah. that it's not just left to uh, the people with, you know, with other politics ruining, yeah. ruining someone's life. Yeah. I don't, I mean, you know, it's like, I don't really believe in prison, but also, you know, I don't believe in not pr- in prison abolition being applied asymmetrically only to white racists. So... Mm, that's for a good now. way to put it. <laughs> yeah, um, this is not the place for pri- prison abolition. Like the fact that there is still a prison, put that motherfucker in it. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know. I don't know what else to like particularly say. It just felt like we should say something about it. For sure. 
I'm sure some people are still tuning into this show for things like that. And yeah, good. We're Lord. sorry that we're not always that we aren't always the ones for it because um, it is hard. Yeah. But we're, 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 you know, it is also true that we're not. What we do bring to the table is an element of like focus, enthusiasm, comedy, but no, mostly the other mm-hmm. two in situations like this. Wow. The, the way with which my mic spiked when I said comedy is it's apologies in advance to everyone's ears. Um, oh, Kevin's going to work magic and it's going to be so dulcet and compressed and perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be flawless. Yeah. Perfect. Um, anyway, I, I don't know. I mean, it's always like, what well, what do we say in this situation? Which is like, mm-hmm. you know, there. I guess there's also an extension of the like protect your like like once again, e- even more so. Like whether you think the right wing, the racists, whatever, have changed, or in my case, like I I feel more they're just revealing themselves to be who they are. Like. Mm. They are openly rooting for this person who murdered people for no reason for protesting um, Mm -hmm. uh, police violence. So, you know, like this is once again where we're at. Um, Don't look for the fucking criminal justice system to protect you at your livelihood, not livelihood, life and livelihood core. Mm. Um. Is that fun? Is that funny? Like, no, but I don't know no. what the fuck else we're supposed to say. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's pretty depressing. So, I mean, I guess on that note, we don't really have anything to pull ourselves out of this. So we just go take a little break, do a little voicemail. Yeah. Just talk to talk to some people individually ish. We'll do that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> We're back. We're back from whatever whatever ad that was. Maybe it was a good one. I mean, I'm sure it was. Oh wait, giving... you know what I need? Mm. I should have done this in the beginning, Andrew. I need. I this is not what what whatever. Fuck it. This is kind of an ad, but also Andrew and I are legitimately excited about it. <laughs> I need a, a farm stand update on your farm stand because you're two weeks ahead of me. Are oh, you harvesting? What's going on? We uh yeah. This is once again. I don't, we, we could look, but we probably are not going to look unless, unless, uh, no, we're, I don't know. We don't, no one knows what ad you just listened to. No one here right now in the present knows what ad you just listened to. Also, maybe Do you want me done. to look? Will that make may, this more normal? But people have they, different ads for different episodes. Yeah, it's dynamically I think inserted. I think, I think so. they're dynamic ads. So, oh, so God, yeah, okay. it could have been, this it could have been anything. Weeds. No, it's not. We're keeping all this in. Now, here's, here we go. Here but what is we, in the weeds? <laughs> what isn't in the weeds is our fucking, uh, yeah, the, the lettuce grow thing, which I'm just going to call it in the interest of not honestly giving free weird advertising just to this product that it happens that we love. We'll just call it, yeah, the, the farm. The farm. So the, What's our, going on on the farm? The farm is two weeks ahead of uh, Tawny's, and I harvested one leaf by accident when I was refilling the water. Like, a leaf fell off of a... You broke a leaf. That's not a harvest, I, man. I broke a leaf, but I took it. And I can't tell. I genuinely Sorry. can't tell. I still think it may be... I don't think it was a shard, the more I, the, so I ended up taking one humongous leaf. I mean, the leaf was like probably like a six inch. It was, it was, you no, showed it, was, it to it, me. I'm, I'm almost positive that was a collard. Yeah. I think it was definitely collard because shard has like watery like stems, right? This had like and solid can stem. have like darker veining that it has. Yeah. yeah yours had a solid stem and it has those thick white. Yeah. White stems. So that looks I like think a collard it, green. I think it might have been a collard. Um, the only thing I thought it was, I was 97% sure that was where I put the broccoli. 
And I was like, I don't know, maybe broccoli when it grows this way has like weird leaves. That was my only thought. I was just like, maybe it looks like a collar to me too. But I was just like, I'm pretty sure this is where we put the fucking broccoli. Anyways, I mean, I'm Google broccoli leaf right now. Maybe that big, maybe that broccoli leaf is a big, is a big. I was, I was uh, like, I just don't know how broccoli looks before the. the yeah, little... it kind of looks like a collard. Maybe you're just out there eating broccoli leaves, man. It was good as fuck. Anyway, I, I chiffoned it and I just one single leaf, like like I was like Chip and Ordale, and just <laughs> ate ate one leaf, sauteed one single leaf up um, mm-hmm. for breakfast, and that was the first of the harvest. And then Ooh. the second of the harvest was um, uh, some sage. I put some sage on a chicken leg and mm-hmm. roasted that in the oven. And boy, that was wonderful. Um, and I finally, I did, I did get a report that um, producer Zig may have used some dill weed from, from the farm stand on some codfish. Ooh. And it was also lovely. But no, the... Um, I can't wait. Full harvest is to be uh, this, this week. Um, man, and just in time for the day, the food day, the turkey and food day. There's actually probably some, some real thing where we have to harvest that shit before no one's around to eat it. Yeah. You don't want things rotting on the vine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, let me know because mine's going to be two weeks after yours. When I left town, the only thing edible was some parsley and I was like, I could just eat a bunch of parsley, but. Maybe I'll wait till it's more of a meal. It's a good. It's just a good feeling knowing you put in an honest day's work. You know, just just <laughs> just going Andrew's out into the field, farmer's hat on, surveying yeah. the. Just t- put a little straw and in, in your mouth, and and just go just go check the pH on the big old farm. You know, oh, boy, can't wait, can't wait to boy, check the no- pH. Nothing more honest than that. Um, oh, one thing we forgot to say at the top, actually, we probably could have done this is. Um, we're going to be doing, um, just in the interest of uh, the, quote, holidays, if you know what we're saying. Um, <laughs> we'll probably be taking the week around Christmas and New Year's off. Um, so what we're going to do is uh, do pre-record of voicemails only episodes. So, um, yeah, I guess it's like if you have any uh, holiday questions, um, send them in. 323-389-7223. 323389Race. Leave leave your uh, holiday-themed questions. You know what we mean, the holiday. It is... I Happy holidays is like, look, I don't know. I mean, I'm not Christian or in any way religious, but like, it's just clear, especially once Hanukkah's over, it's, you, there's no happy holidays. But like, there's... But there's Boxing Day, there's Kwanzaa. <laughs> Andrew, what is this That's war a, on but, Christmas rhetoric you're spitting here? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> other it, countries have other holidays, man. That's true. No, that's true. I it's just it's also there's like, even just from a Christian standpoint, there's Christmas Eve and Christmas and New Year's. That make that's a holidays. Triple there's threat. also um, dismiss. Uh, that's a holidays. Where, yeah, <laughs> D- dismiss. I guess it's it's. Uh, don't forget dismiss. Dismiss day is where I used to on the old blog, just. Um, ask people to write in anyone they wanted to talk shit about and we would post all of that. So, you know, maybe, maybe we're bringing back the dismiss tradition. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what you people send to the voicemail box. Yeah. We'll see what it ends up being. Maybe we can, if you do send them, maybe we'll put that in a, uh, uh, a premium show app. Uh, yeah. A yeah that sounds a little paywall. Um, 
paywall. That's a little paywall. <laughs> um, but speaking of the paywall, just because we we do want to say quickly that we are coming up against um, our one year of suboptimalpods.com, where we put Yay. all of our hopefully non-racism content, our fun stuff we do. Um, so, yeah, we have, uh, yeah, I think it's a year on December 1st. So we're excited about that. Um, but we have a couple of things coming up for you in the bundle. Um, to make sure you're excited about the next year with us. Um, we have a, uh, a drink culture episode where me and my friend Kristen, who's a wine expert, uh, we detail our summer trip to Napa. We went to a bunch of places in Napa wine country. It's cool to hear from her uh, point of view about <laughs> these places we went because she knows what she's talking about. Uh, and then Andrew has an episode mm-hmm. that I'm very excited about. Gonna, uh, well, we'll uh, so producer Zig um, has never been to Costco and we're going to rectify that and we're working out some of the recording details but we're gonna we're gonna uh do I guess like a like probably sort of something similar to the Disneyland thing but maybe just a running train of thought un, un, <laughs> interrupted during a Costco Look, trip if you liked Andrew and Tawny take Tawny's nephew and a friend to Disneyland, you're going to love Andrew and Zig go to Costco because Andrew and Tawny had been to Disneyland. Yeah, Zig yeah. has never, this is, these are fresh eyes and ears walking into a Costco. I'm, I'm excited. I wish I could be there. Mm-hmm. The freshest. Uh, I want I really want to get a, a Costco sweatshirt. I guess they just released those. So, well, you got a Costco Garfield shirt. So you're halfway <laughs> yeah, there. Uh, Wear your McElroy Brothers Costco Garfield shirt in there and see if anybody cares. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they'll throw me out for stealing Get their out intellectual of here. property. Be fun. Yeah. But uh, yeah, sign up for those in the bundle at suboptimalpods.com. And then uh, additionally, we'll, we will always have our Friday show, Yo Can We Live, the, the antidote to this show where Andrew and Kevin mm-hmm. and I just get to hang out and not talk about racism. The um, antidote to the show makes it sound like that's the show where we are pro-racism. <laughs> 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 Which I guess, find out. If you're not a subscriber, suboptimalpods.com, find out whether we're pro-racism on Fridays. It's possible. You never know. Freaky Friday. Ooh. All right, Kevin, let's kick it. Let's hear what these <laughs> wild-ass people have to say. Hello, all. I work for a tech company that is, like all tech companies, predominantly white. We have, when we have job openings, they don't open the position to external applicants for a few weeks so that the employees can submit referrals for the position first, which are given priority. Since the company is almost exclusively white, middle-class people, they don't really know anyone who isn't a white middle-class person. This policy seems racist to me. What do you think? Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. So this isn't just, it's probably exacerbated in tech. But this is like, yeah, one of the ways with which like segregation happens. Mm-hmm. Like, and and it's it's that soft language of like company culture or like personal recommendations. We're or a like, family. We're a family. But it's even like I went to college with this person, and it's like, yeah, but you know, your personal group tends to be homogenous, and thus mm-hmm. that's how you continue to keep the shit going. Yeah. I don't know. Have any employers found a good way to say, we want your referrals, but <laughs> fucking think about it for a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I will say like, so, so that's obviously a huge problem in Hollywood, right? Like writer's yeah. rooms. It's like you were like, 
um, you know, if everyone just recommended their Harvard friends, it would be mm -hmm. like 99% white men, which it kind of is, so, you know, it's like only 80% white men if mm -hmm. you count white Jewish people, um, which the guild does, I believe. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I think the thing, the one tiny way, and this is like sort of like imperfect and has its own problems, is in Hollywood because of like, you know, both like the personal politics of a lot of people and like the optics of it. And also, you know, starting to realize that diversity of experience is helpful is they actually will just be like, I want a person of color in this mm -hmm. job, you know, or like, hey, I, I want your recommendations. But like, you know, I've multiple times. It's like, do you know any Asian women? I've been asked, like, do you know any Asian women who are this level of writer? And like, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, I think that's like, it's sort of, you know, I, I would argue it would be better if it were more like strictly enforced, like mm -hmm. just like, hey, we need diversity, you know, just a diversity of background or like a representation, um, you know, a level of representation of the world. But people get squirmy about feeling like they're filling a quota, like the, yeah. the white people in charge asking for this. They get squirmy about it because they think, well, that's bad. I know that's bad. Just, you know, Pokemon collecting black yeah. and brown people. But yeah. in a in an imperfect system where that's already full of white people, that yeah. th that's unfortunately our the only yeah. option right now. Because it there is still, like I still encounter di almost daily someone telling me that their reps especially told them so a white person saying oh yeah you can't get a job right now for a white guy oh yeah no they're they're just not looking yeah. for white people oh yeah and it it's still even though we have been shouting about this forever about how it's not um it's it it's not that you, you can't get a job as a white person it's that they already have all the jobs because they're giving it to their friends so you are yeah. actively competing with the nine often harvard white guys that are already in the room because their friend got them a job and yeah. that's nothing not to say anything about their talent but hmm. they're there already. So now the three spots that are left, we need a Latina, we need an Asian guy and, yeah. you know, something yeah. else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So those are I the mean, slots that they're actively looking for. So then when they're looking for new people, yeah, I guess they're telling your reps, well, I can't I can't have any white guys because they're f they're full already. Not because yeah. they're not getting opportunities. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, it is. I think it's like this is not. um yeah, I'm just not, gonna start papering the air over all the agencies so that they can <laughs> adjust well, their like, language. It, it is. It is also right. It breeds that sort of language. It is like not, as you said, the best way or even like a good necessarily way to do it. But it is by far better than not doing any of that shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So it is like what. I guess it's like one of those things where it's like not a perfect system, but it is sort of a jump start. And like eventually, if this happened for a long time in many industries, like you wouldn't need to do stuff like this. Right. Like you just sort of naturally have a representative workforce. Yeah. Um, but right now we're trying to rectify, you know, a country that had chattel slavery and Jim Crow. Right. We're like, still in triage. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, well, we're not. If 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 things were like representative, then yeah, this would be wrong. But it's like, you know, if if lots of shit that isn't true were true, then other things would be true. So who gives a yeah. shit? Exactly. Like, is the tech of it worse? I mean, tech is like just the most garbage industry around. They can't be any better or worse than Hollywood. But then my second thought was, well, Hollywood's more visible. 
because yeah. the people that they put on camera, we have power to say things in interviews, whereas that's not really happening in tech unless you're at yeah. the top, top, top. So I mean, I bet it's yeah. worse. <laughs> Probably the tiny way that tech is better is there are more Asian people um, in mm. in medium leadership roles. It's still over, you know, over indexes for whiteness at the very top. But, mm-hmm. you know... Yeah. I guess I guess that's a good thing, but then, you know, as we all we've heard me say many times, like those are not the good Asian people. So Oh, Andrew, you almost just you almost got through with just saying like, "Yay, this is a good thing." And then it's just yeah. not. They're the worst people. They're just as white supremacists if not more than the white people at that level. So T- Tana, you didn't hear this, but uh Andrew had some supportive acting notes at breakfast at Tiffany's in last week's episode too about <laughs> really? a, a certain portrayal. Oh, good. That's good. Are people starting to do that monologue again for auditions or something? <laughs> Are people dressing up as that character for Halloween? Oh, uh, I did. I really. It did was, you do that one year? Soul, soul left my body. I did. I got just the glasses, the the chink eye glasses, uh, one year when I lived in New York and. Boy, did that not land the way I thought it was supposed to land. Did people not know who you were? I don't remember the character's name. I just know it was... Uh, it was Mr. Mr. Yunioshi. Uh, okay. Played by Mickey Roney. Um, it was... No, it was less that. It was just, you know, definitely a, the wrong people were were laughing at that uh, or laughing in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, satire satire doesn't land. I've, I think that was actually one of those moments... Um, Because that was right around also when I was working at Comedy Central for, and one of the properties I was near a lot was Colbert Report. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it was a thing where like, I I know a lot of people like what Stephen Colbert was doing with that, but I was like, you know, you can't have a parody of a right-wing goon without him being racist or else it's sanitizing. And I don't know, in my opinion, especially in retrospect, that shit didn't Mm. land, Um, doesn't hold up. Yeah. You know, kind of recently, and I had a bunch of friends who work on worked on this, so I'm not talking trash about the show at all, but the, the Jordan Klepper show um, really tried to go hard and be like an Alex Jones type show. But because, you know, I know the mostly really lovely yeah. comedy writers that worked on it, they really didn't want Jordan to be racist in yeah. any way. So they did try to skirt that stuff. And yeah, it's just it, it almost it just doesn't really work because that's yeah. not what Alex Jones is. Yeah, I mean, it, if, like, Stephen Colbert is supposed to be, wow, we're really just talking comedy right now. I'm not but, saying shit about Colbert, but the, the no, Clepper well, show well, had some issues with that, that they that they admitted, I think. Here's here's what I will say, but it's the same thing. Like, Stephen, the Colbert, Stephen Colbert on The Colbert Report was supposed to be a parody of Bill O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. Bill O'Reilly is fundamentally a white supremacist and is unashamed of it. So, like, just omitting that part because it's too ugly for the satire, which is true. I'm, I'm just saying, I don't know how I would have done it or fixed it, but it's like, right. it doesn't land for that reason. Well, for me, I will disagree and say that I felt that it landed because at the time, not everyone was aware, not everyone was used yes, to yes, speaking yes. these terms about people like Bill O'Reilly. And, and we yeah. weren't used to really even having to engage with those types of yeah. conservative people because we a lot of people didn't feel the threat of yeah, far right ideals coming into yeah. our kind of lefty yes. world. So yeah. now that would not work. But I think at the time, I think it was really powerful. Yeah, 
I think it wasn't. <laughs> anyway. I think he might have. Well, I just think he might have been like a little more clued in and a little more radical. This was when I was in like theater school, college, where I was like, "This is great." Yeah. No, no. I. I mean, I think it's like it was just like funny, but it didn't. I, how about this? It, there were moments that were funny, but it did not do what it wanted to do because it couldn't tackle the racism, hmm. or, or what it could have done. Maybe that's it. It's just like like complete like you know opportunity loss the loss of an opportunity cost mm. because it's like hey you know that bill o'reilly's truly fundamental driving force like all modern republicans is what's the most white supremacy we can uphold with our actions and mm. when you can't do that for you know the evident reasons that you can't make your fucking you know namesake on a network or on a, a cable comedy show racist mm-hmm. what can you do I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's the fundamental nature of satire. Blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's good. It's a good discussion. It's yeah. refreshing to have discussions about things we're qualified to talk about. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think our opinions about late night comedy are valid. Um, okay. What do we want to do? Did we help this person? Your Your company just needs to look for black and brown people and they need to say it. And I don't know how you get around the the employment law thing with that that hollywood doesn't have to deal with because we're we don't have yeah. to deal with it because we're you know well at least in casting it's people. because yeah you know i i think it it just is like it needs to be affirmative and i think you can i think you can you know point out and it will probably be ignored it's like hey by by pref- by giving preferential treatment to um quote unquote internal recommendations we are actively making our workforce more homogenous, not more mm-hmm. diverse. And that is uh, racist. Yeah, that's tough. And say it in exactly that cadence to your boss. Uh, yeah. Racist. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? A racist. Or just, um, uh-huh. yeah, just clip that part of the, the show out and just Andrew's have Andrew say it to your boss. Yep. Yeah, just, just yell it. But yeah, let's, uh, we got one more voicemail we can do. Cool. That's reasonable. Yeah. Hi, so I have a question. I live in Houston, Texas. I'm a black female. So the other night I was talking to um, a couple that lives a few doors down from me. The husband is black and his wife is Mexican. And they were talking about their neighbor who um, is moving and the wife really dislikes the neighbor. And so while she's ranting and raving about this neighbor, the husband looks at me and, and says out loud, oh, she's an angry little taco, isn't she? And I just, it was so awkward. Like, I almost blurted out, like, uh, that's kind of racist. But they're <laughs> married, and I'm assuming, I don't know, maybe that's his pet name for her or something like that. But then it also made me think, well, what does she call him, you know, behind closed doors? <laughs> you know, he's calling her an angry little taco. Is, is she calling him, you know, the N-word or whatever? So it was just really awkward. I thought it was racist. Is it racist? Um, or is it not because they're married? I don't know. I just thought of you guys immediately and was so happy that I finally had something to call in and ask you. Okay, thanks. Love the show. Bye. I you're you're not you're not supposed to feel happy that you have something to call in about. No, don't feel happy. We're happy to talk to you. You sound nice, but uh oh my god. I love I love the caller being like, but you know, they're married. And I wanted to fill in, like, and as we all know, like, you know, racism racism is left uh powerless in the face of the institution true. of marriage. marriage. Yeah. <laughs> Once married, not mm-hmm. possible. Not possible to be racist. Yeah. 
I mean, this is obviously one of the fundamental places <laughs> where our sh- our show kind of falls down because we treat. Because we're not a married couple. Because if we were a married couple, we could answer these questions better. Because racism would not touch us in the bubble of marriage. <laughs> yeah, under under in the eyes of the law and God, uh-huh. uh, you know what I mean when I say God. My um, boss, God, and my father. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's the the shit where it's like the the way this is this show is structured is we're, we're we end up pretending we're talking about personal issues when we're never actually talking about personal issues but it's like it doesn't matter if these two people have some kind of agreement between them <laughs> even even with the support of marriage it's like that's not what racism is about it's not about this woman's feelings it's about you you know you can't be calling mexican people that because that is you know, it's not it's not her bearing the brunt. It's, you know, probably in white America or in in America, what they mean is like all Latino folks, essentially. Right. And then and that that husband thinking in on some level that it is OK to call yeah. a, a Latinx person that because, in just because they're yeah, in public thinking it's OK to say that out loud. That's going to translate to his behavior in other in other ways. I guarantee you, this isn't the only instance yeah. of racism yeah. he has going on. If he's saying that out loud, or not just like you know his his behavior, but it's like you know uh, a more traditionally racist person, like a white person, hearing mm-hmm. this feels justified. Feels you know, you're just like you're picking a side with all the shit you do, especially in public, and like that's the wrong side. Yeah, neighbor. you're sanctioning My it dude. for other people. Also, yeah. like, what, what, sorry, this is a comedy episode. What's the joke or pun there? <laughs> is that type of cuisine angry? Are tacos known for being angry? There's no joke there. You just yeah. said it. Like, I, I'm punching up your, your racist joke, sir. <laughs> you can do better. Yeah. You could do, you can do way better. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, does it does it help that it's a black person? The marriage thing doesn't. I mean, first of all, and the other side of marriage is like, look, I've uh, have uh, formerly alive family members who are white who are just fucking racist, and it's like, yeah, just because you are married to a uh, person of color doesn't make you. There's nothing magic about marriage. No. Like, Truly, no. All kinds of people could have <laughs> bad relationships. Like it's not a anybody spell. could go. And in Vegas, you could do it in a drive-through. All you yeah. do is give a paper to the DMV. Yeah, you could still trust me. That doesn't wash away the racism. No, it doesn't wash away the misogyny. No, um, it doesn't wash away so many things. Yeah, there's nothing, nothing um, that makes you a better person. You go through less steps to get married than you do to just like get cable at your house or get like, <laughs> get like a, get like solar. That's maybe a better example. If you mm-hmm. have the means and inclination to get solar, the, the amount of shit you still have to go through to get it. Yeah. I'd get married 20 times if it would power my house. <laughs> <laughs> Way fucking easy. Yeah. So I think, I mean, I guess ultimately that's the, the issue for the caller. It's like, yeah. What was the caller supposed to do? I think, you know, you, I, I get it. You're in their home. They clearly have some kind of fucking devilish pact where they can say these things to each other. So you yeah. probably don't feel super comfortable 
calling them out, but I, you're absolutely allowed to if you if you do feel comfortable or if that comes up another yeah. way with them. You also certainly have the option to not spend time with them again. That yeah. feels for sure high on the list of shit to do. It's like, all right, we're good. I kind of want to because who knows what else is lurking around under there and their weirdness. Sure. Yeah. So it's like the it's like this like. Do you want to protect yourself or do you want to make them better? You can do a combination of both. So you yeah. can say something as non-confrontationally or confrontationally as you like, or you can just avoid them. A lot of strife in that neighborhood. This whole yeah. thing was kicked off by them hating another neighbor. I know. Now maybe I'm like, maybe I'm team other neighbor. Yeah. If she's not a racist. <laughs> Feels like other neighbor was a white person just by the omission of... Yeah, but what if she's like great and like would never would abhor this behavior? She just has like a shitty dog, <laughs> mm. right? I do, love sh- I do love shitty dogs. This is my bread and butter. I have a friend who's lived next door to the same people for ten years, and their dog just constantly barks at her. Just anytime this dog sees her for ten years, just barks at her. I'm yeah, like, that's but it's made her hate those people, and I'm like, man, it's not those people's fault. That dog just sucks. Maybe it is the people's fault. Yeah, it's a little of both. <laughs> you can't you can't just out of nowhere have a have a shitty dog like that. Um all right. Did we solve this? Sure. I think so. Gave, gave enough. Yeah. You know, I think to me the heart of it still is listeners, callers. Mm-hmm. It's okay to call in, but you know, don't don't like I, I really I was a little, little shaken by the idea that someone people listening to this is out in the world like, aha, I have seen a racism worthy of question of calling in. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't, that's not, that's no way to live. Just That is no way to know, live. Just, but just, thank uh, you for calling in so that yeah. the voicemail box shall never run dry. And if you do, yeah, feel free to call in both with your regular racism questions and your holiday racism questions, maybe your dismiss ideas. 323-389-7223. That's 323-389-RACE. Race. Um, And if you want to just hang out with us, occasionally feel free to hit us up on Twitter or Instagram. Mostly me. Don't don't, don't bother Tawny with little shit. I just don't want the racism. I'm fine about yeah. the ducks. I'm fine about the shirts. I'm fine about anything we talk about on the premium shows. I don't want a screenshot of something from the news and you going, guys, am I crazy or is this really racist? I don't want that. I didn't. Yeah. I chose this we, for my life for a couple hours a week, not yeah, for all literally, the time. Yeah, literally the opposite. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but if you do want to hit up and Andrew T, Tronnie Newman, and oh, yep. huge wait, update there was over here. Yeah, big update, which I'll just let Kevin make it. I am very happy to announce to all of our listeners that I've updated my Instagram handle to be the same as my Twitter handle. So now they are both wow. Kevin J. Bartelt. So you don't Kevin have J. to. Bartelt. I know this has been stressing people out for about 50 weeks and we're <laughs> on the same page now. So It's been keeping everyone. people from finding you and now now yep. they can find you. Um, yep. Now the followers will be through the roof. <laughs> You're going to be out of control. Um, quick plug before we go, since we're talking about comedy. Um, if you have a Netflix account, I have a show coming out on Wednesday the 24th. Ooh, that is the yay. eve of Thanksgiving. It's called yay. True Story. It's got Wesley Snipes. It's got Kevin Hart. It's got me for some episodes. Uh, it is not a comedy, but I play a comedy writer. But it's a, it's a, nice. it's a scary I think is the genre they call it a scary. <laughs> wow! Um, cool. so please check me out there. It's not. I guess it's not a. It's just like a. It's tense. It's a yeah. drama. 
I don't normally do dramas. I'm not used to this. I didn't even know it was that much of a drama until I watched the thing and I was like, oh, Oh, this shit. is a drama. <laughs> cool. But check that so out. So excited eight for it. Me too. Yeah. yeah, it was fun to do. Seems I really so like the, uh, it's from the producers of uh, Narcos and I, I really Ooh, like that wow. show and I, I like him a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Famously hilarious narcos. <laughs> you know There's what? A- I should have known from the audition, right? That sh- I should have known <laughs> There's then. There's probably some world where the tone. I just read well, my character description yeah. and lines, and I saw a comedy writer, and I was I showed up in a clown nose. Sure, I had a briefcase full of props. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just that's how that's how we work. That's how the the comedy gets made. <laughs> um, that's it. We did a show. Yeah. It's a suboptimalpods.com merch just figure out how to listen to our Friday show listen in to find out uh, whether Yo Can We Live is no. about us being racist or not it's possible it's certainly possible you never know unless you listen and the only way to listen is by subscribing that's a good breakdown perfect alright peace bye this is Suboptimal